we toll the bell ten times. This is the Dynasty Warzone, the People's Dynasty Podcast, and here are your hosts, Memphis at DFF Memphis and Jerry at Jerry Sin DFF. Hey guys, Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty Warzone uh, team downloaded the dynasty Warzone podcast it took one day joined the patreon reached out to memphis about a situation with one of my rosters and the kind of feedback i got was hey nick why don't you give me a call uh, we went down my roster and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when i thought i was going to be in re- rebuild mode this year and that's just part of what comes with the patreon uh, just tr- uh, trade talks just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football uh, whether it's 10 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the morning, there's always going to be fantasy football talk, whether it's redraft, whether it's dynasty. I joined a couple leagues with the Patreon members, and it's the same thing. Even in, even while we're drafting, we're still shooting ideas at each other. And if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, pause the podcast now, join the Patreon, and join a, join a great fantasy football group, but more like a fantasy football family. Are you looking for a reminder of your fantasy football greatness? Are you looking for something to set your league apart from those dime a dozen jabroni leagues out there? Then head over to trophysmack.com and hook your league up with the best trophies in the game today. And not only will you get the best trophies in the game today, you can get a free championship ring up to a $59.99 value by entering in the promo code DWZ ring. You pick out your trophy. Which one do you like? You put it in the cart. You add the ring to the cart. You add the promo code DWZ ring. Makes the ring free. And your league is now a step above the league down the street. So if you're looking for the best, you want to be the best in the game, you want to have the best league in town, go over to trophysmack.com, get that trophy, get that ring, use that code DWZ ring. And let's have a big season. What's happening, everybody? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to the Dynasty War Zone, the People's Dynasty Podcast. And on this week's show, we're going to tell you how to keep your stuff together. We're going to teach you your Dynasty ABCs. What does ABC stand for? It stands for Always Be Cool. And I'll tell you who's cool. Definitely not a fool. He is the man of the hour and the man with the power. He is Jerry Sinclair. Jerry how you doing after a week two death apocalypse, death race from hell? 
you know, it was tough, but luckily you just told everyone that I was cool. So that was a boosting confidence that I needed to get me through all of the Saquon shares that I have. You know, it so- was a hell of a week, dude. Have, has there ever been a week where it was just the monsters went down like they did this week? You know, it's I'm sure there's been weeks like this. Uh, I shared this podcast on Tuesday with Izzy Alcafas of the Dynasty Trade Calculator family of podcasts and, you know, the product, the calculator that we're all fans of. And it was a podcast with Mark Schler- Schlereth, who used to be with ESPN. He does a podcast called The Stinkin' Truth. And it's like 30 minutes a pod twice a week. And he was talking about the injuries. And he said part of the problem is, is that players are just horrible negotiators. And they don't ever negotiate for things that are good, like like, you know, lifetime health insurance or um, things that matter. They argue to stay out of the training facility. He's like, so we got this $50 million training facility that the players intentionally locked themselves out of so they can spend a hundred grand out of their own pocket to get all the things that are in the $50 million facility. It was, it was quite funny. I'm, I'm not doing it justice, but yeah, I, 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 my theory, and it's just a theory. I'm going to talk more on this on the Wednesday, fabulous big bet with Dr. Kyle is that we always saw, let's say we saw a hundred injuries in preseason games from, from camp, you know, think about the Spencer where Julian Edelman, you know, guys that have been injured in camp before take all those injuries from a normal training camp all the way through four preseason games. And what you're seeing is, is you're seeing that shoved into a two week, three week time period. Not to say that they would all have gotten hurt like this in camp, uh, as Mark Schlerer said, again, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, there's a certain callus you get from hitting each other in camp. And not only did they have a modified camp, I think they only had like nine padded practices and no preseason games. That callus you get from getting your ass kicked every day in, in camp and in games just isn't there yet. And now they're trying to go from very little activity to 100 miles an hour all at once. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, we won't know for sure until we, we go back and look a year from now and see if it really did make a difference, but uh, how, how bad did your rosters come out of this thing, Jerry? I So I have this weird thing where I usually don't like to take first-round picks in uh, startups, so I dodged a lot of the Saquon. I dodged a lot of the Christian McCaffrey, but Cortland Sutton, I know he had to hurt you in a few places because I know your trio of your guys, Terry, DJ Moore, and him, yeah, it, it, it definitely it, it stung. smacked me around. Yeah, man. It, so it, 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 that, that was definitely the hardest I got hit was was on that one. Yeah, for the most part, I, I've been, and I think you have been too, we have been preaching depth all offseason, and it really wasn't from the injuries. I mean, injuries are always part of football. You have two huge, extremely athletic, grown men slamming into each other as fast as humanly possible, and there's going to be wear and tear. So I think that that's to be expected. And then we have the, we haven't seen it yet, knock on wood, but, you know, we expect some COVID issues at some point. And so we've been preaching depth, depth, and depth. We're going to get into how we're handling this, some some ways that it's impacting our Dynasty roster. want to go through our normal list of things that are going on. So this coming Sunday, it looks like Jerry Yu and Kane and Josh Dysinger and Shane P. Hallam, you guys are going to get together and uh, cut the next dish of the Devi Warzone, what can we uh, be looking forward to? Listen, I'm going to just let them talk. So I I am going to set a platform and I'm just going to let them do what they've done because I'm a Big Ten guy. And 
you know, I, I, I have not felt the love of watching SEC teams because I've always been an SEC hater until it gets to be draft time. So I haven't, I haven't watched a ton. The passion has not been there. So I'm glad that Big Ten football is starting. And I'm going to just – I'm going to let these guys talk because I, I see Shane and I see Kane just going to town. And Josh DMs the hell out of me, so it's it's good. He's not going to be here because he's vacationing again this uh, this weekend like a like a lucky bastard is what he is to he, get to he, do that kind of stuff. He is a professional gentleman on the stroll. He's just out and about gallivanting around from place A to place B, living his best life. I, I'm not even mad. I may even jump in and take his spot this time. You never know. I just may show and listen, up and, and raise and, hell. And, and the man, the man deserves it because he shared a picture in the Patreon of what he has been doing today, and it was jig- digging up the biggest stump anyone has ever seen. And it didn't look like he had any tools. It looks like he was doing it with, with lumbar support and maybe some biceps, and that was about it. Yeah, he was going full Neanderthal. I think he dug it out with his bare hands, not B E A R, but B A R E, his bare hands like the caveman that he is, but I got to make sure that I'm there to keep you guys on the rails. It's kind of like when you go bowling with little kids, they put up those bumper gimmicks to keep the ball in the lane. And that's what I'm going to do with you guys, because if I let you guys go, you guys will spin down a rabbit hole talking about juniors in high school, and I'll have to pull you guys back out of it. We're me, because I'm I'm your consumer. I am the Devi Warzone consumer. All I want to know about it's like FM radio, play the hits. I want to know the guys that are coming out in this draft class that I need to be knowing about, you know, that whether it's the Gainwell kid out of Memphis or um, I think we all know the big names, the Najee Harris and Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence and Fields, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we really want to get down to that next layer, you know, talk about what's the Big Ten coming back going to do for college football and just spend an hour preparing these people because the deep dive, if you want the super Devi deep dive, Man, just tune in and subscribe to the Devi Marketplace. That is Kane and Shane's main Devi podcast. Uh, my man Shane P. Hallam has NFL mock drafts going out through like 2024. So he knows these guys. And by the way, if anyone is claiming they knew James Robinson before <laughs> Shane Hallam, they are fucking lying to you. Shane yes, Hallam, they are. Shane Hallam was on this program in March of 2019 saying, keep an eye on this kid named James Robinson. Uh, check the archives because my man Listen, is I uh I have I have my notebook so I write notes every time we do a show right and I usually write who we have as the co-host or who says whatever they say just so I can source it later uh I have James I'll I'll find it and I'll post it in the Patreon or something but there's a note and it says James Robinson James P Hallam and I have an arrow pointing to it and it says who the fuck is this <laughs> so oh, uh, oh, oh so 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 you Connor McGregor james robinson who the fuck is yes. this guy you, you, yes you, i did and you're the worst and that boy is looking good he's getting the work but you know who else is getting the work that we got to talk about real quick who's that joshua kelly uh we're gonna get to him in the body of the show uh just want to make sure that you're looking sometime the first of next week for the the uh devi war zone podcast the once a month special with some of the best Devi minds in the business today. And then speaking of business, man, the big bet. Thank you all so much for the positive response to the big bet. We got off to a super hot start in week one. We came a little bit back down to earth in week two. We still have a winning record over two weeks. 
We're going to be right back at it live this Wednesday night, 9 p.m. on the YouTube. It'll drop Thursday morning in time for the Thursday night game. And we'll be covering some DFS. We'll be covering player props. We'll be covering the, you know, the gambling, the sides, the totals. And again, thank you so much. The feedback has been amazingly positive and the downloads have been great. So we're going to keep that up. And then the YouTube, speaking of positive and great, man, if you're not subscribed to the Dynasty Warzone YouTube channel with the notifications on, you are missing stuff. You are missing Mondays, Tuesdays, uh, Dynasty Table Talk with Matty Big Chest. Just some Dynasty nuggets from with him after a weekend of games. Then on Tuesday, Matt and Dr. Kyle jump on. They did a great, this week, they did a great injury wrap-up show. Just kind of the after effects from the perspective of a doctor of physical therapy. Then on Tuesday nights around 9.30, we go live with the Dynasty Warzone. That will be in your podcast player on Wednesday morning. Then Wednesday evening, me, DWZ Memphis, and Dr. Kyle, we go live with the Big Bet on YouTube tomorrow night, the 23rd. We are going live at 9 p.m. because after we get done recording the Big Bet, Dr. Kyle and I are jumping over on the GOAT District YouTube channel, and we're going to be talking trades, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you one thing, Jerry, I'll be talking shit. I'm going to jump on that GOAT channel, and I'm, I'm going to raise T total hell. What do you know about that GOAT District uh, YouTube feed? Listen, well, why why are we talking shit, though? Well, not, not about them. I'm just, I'm, just, I, I'm just talking shit in general about players, about trades, about what's going on. Uh, you, you give me a topic, I can talk some shit on it, and then I'll talk talking I mean, some... Listen, we know that. And then on Thursday, I'm going to be talking some good shit with Dustin for the Dynasty Happy Hour Contractor. And speaking of, you know, I'm going to roll this into another segue, Jerry. Won't you stand up for a hot second? Oh, look at that sexy. Look at that. Look, look, he is wearing a Dynasty Happy Hour Contractor t-shirt from our good friends at Viridian Global. That's V-E-R. I D I A N Global. And man, if you head over there, you can get a Dynasty Happy Hour Contractor t shirt too, just like Jerry. Oh, but wait, there's more. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday, the day that the podcast drops, or if you're watching live on YouTube, you can go to Viridian Global, search Dynasty Warzone Jerry. After many years of being asked, of being poked, prodded, we've finally found a reliable partner. That's going to put out good quality gear for our people here at the Dynasty Warzone. We, were, we weren't going to send you some pile of trash, Gildan, $40, screen print, scratchy. You wouldn't even wash your car with it, t-shirt. These are nice. These are athletic cut. They're the polyester cotton mix. They make Jerry look like an athlete. And a promo on our goods for one day. So that will be through midnight on September the 23rd. So if you listen to this on Wednesday, good for you. You you get a chance to buy a hoodie at regular price and get a t-shirt half off. If you're listening to this later on the weekend, because we get good downloads on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you're shit out of luck. Except, except <laughs> these guys always have free shipping going on. 75 bucks gets you free shipping. You know, if you throw a DWZ hoodie in the cart, you throw a t-shirt in the cart, that's going to get you real close. Instead of paying 10 bucks on shipping, throw a second t-shirt in the cart. You know what? Can you mix and match brands? You bet your ass you can mix and match brands. You just got to get your total before tax 
over 75 beans. So maybe you get a DWZ hoodie. Maybe you go over to the Dynasty Happy Hour. You, you buy something from their store. Then you go over to the Goat District. Jerry got the Goat District t-shirt. You throw that bitch in your cart. Bada bing, bada boom. Subtotal over 75 bucks. It all ships for free. What do you know about Dynasty Warzone merch, Jerry? Listen, for one, I already booked mine. And we'll talk about that in a second. But it's good stuff, too. This is not like a no offense to the great people of Haynes or Michael Jordan who sponsors them and has since I was like four years old. This is not one of these rinky-dink turd t-shirts. This makes me look good. Listen, if you saw now, if you're listening on iTunes or Podbean or Stitcher, you know, you didn't get to see me in all my glory when I stood up with this Randy inspired DHH contractor logo. You got to post a picture. You got to get you. I'll get you. Don't you worry. You got to get your lovely wife to take a picture of you. No selfies. You're too goddamn goddamn old for a selfie. Have Mrs. Jerry take your picture so you look like an adult and then post that sweet, sweet son bitch on Twitter. For all these people to see, I'll repost it on the Instagram. And that just transitions me to my last thing before we get into the body of the show. You know, guys, we are 100% people of the People's Podcast. We get it. You know, you might not be in a position to hook yourself up with a t-shirt or some of our other sponsors we'll cover through the body of the show. Cool. On the Fabulous Big Bet, me and Dr. Kyle have termed uh, freest as the newest Memphisism, you can help, you can 100% support us and the stuff that we're doing, subscribe and turn the notifications on YouTube. But the biggest way is five-star reviews on the pod platforms. Uh, we're racing toward 200, and all you got to do is pause this podcast on whatever feed you're listening on, go in, leave us a five-star, you can leave some nice comments, and and with all these trades and people getting hurt and, hey, what's this guy worth? You want me to answer your trade? Cool. 100% happy to do it. I look every day. When you put in your review, in the comments, you put in your trade. 12 teams, super flex, whatever. And the player's traded. And we'll answer that live on the show. We've promised that. Maybe you thought we were joking. I don't know. But we're not. You can also uh, email me and the show at Dynasty Warzone on Gmail. And that's also the Instagram and Twitter handle at dynasty warzone on instagram and twitter and uh jerry let's get into the week two dynasty reactions are you ready yes all right so the week two dynasty reactions are brought to you by the patreon patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone and man it continues to grow we just welcomed to gill and brett in in the last few 24 hours and there's room for you it's been a lot of talking about these injuries and, and, and trades and how do I avoid this. And I had one conversation with a Patreon uh, just the other day. Um, we, we were talking through some stuff and he was in a bit of a pickle. And I've got another one scheduled for tomorrow. So this sounds like something that you're interested in. If you're struggling, if you're looking for a support system, that is the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone and you'll find that it's the patreon out there that puts your best interest in front of ours so jerry what was one of your biggest takeaways from this weekend i i think it's going to be the injuries you know uh everybody thought that covid19 was gonna take players out and we haven't seen it we haven't seen it once which is a little weird there's Probably some shenanigans going along with that, but regardless. So we have had extra IRs on our lineups all season in every league 
we expected these sorts of things to happen. So if ever there was a year for this to happen, it's sort of this year. So stop acting like it's some anomaly, like players don't get hurt. Players get hurt every single year. Don't screw your lineups. I don't I, I don't want to hear you bitching. You bitch. Listen, if everything worked out perfectly, everyone would be good at this game. And, and there's a lot of good players at this. But if you are actually good, then none of that shit should matter. You, you want to prove that you're good? I don't need to see Saquon Barkley get you 25 points. I don't need to see Christian McCaffrey get you 30. I need to see you with James Robinson on your team that you can throw in. And what is he, Randy? He's a fucking league winner. He's the type of guy that's a league winner. James, James Robinson, league winner. Gardner Minshew, league winner. That's a league winner. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Not a, Jerry, I'm not going back down that rant. I got another special rant for you here in a minute. Anything else? He's, to add? He's, he's, oh, dude, I'm, 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 too, so, so I'm, I'm chomping at the bit. I'm just chomping. Well, no, you take yours. Don't take that one yet. We're going to close out with the rant because the rants are always good. All right. My, my big thing is just the injury and, and the panic that goes along with it. I, I don't understand. I'm not the smartest son of a bitch in the world, but I'm I'm not the dumbest either. I don't get it. Had this conversation. I'm in a quote unquote. I hate the term, but it's a bunch of dudes that do podcasts and ladies that do podcasts. We have a mix mixed group of ladies and gents in this particular league, and literally, literally, we're zero and two. You know, we have we have teams that are zero and two, one and one, and we we started the motherfucking fire sale. You know, kicking the tires and lighting the fires. Everybody must go, and I'm like. Wait, what? And and I had I had one guy. I love him to death. He's the he's the sweetest, one of the best, you know, was one of the best around. And he was like, "Well, if you lose a Saquon Barkley or a Michael Thomas or a Devontae Adams or a Christian McCaffrey, he's like, you're, you know, your season's over." And I'm like, "If your roster is so paper thin that losing one player, is, I don't even just use Christian McCaffrey to where you can't grind for 2 to 6 weeks until he comes back." And one of our Patreons, I, I will not d d divulge names because I love all of them equally. And they're like family. And they were like, I'm 2-0. I'm and oh, and I'm thinking about moving Christian McCaffrey straight up for, for Ezekiel Elliott. And I'm like, why? And he was like, well, I'm 2-0 and, oh, and, I, and I can compete in this league. I'm like, I, I, I've got screenshots of your lineup. Why would you do that? Even if you lose the next three and Christian McCaffrey comes back in the fourth, you're, you're still right there in the mix you think the injuries are done eh, we had a shit pile in week two so they're just fucking over that's not how this works there will be more injuries but you can grind you've got depth you know it's like if z if we had had this conversation on saturday before the injuries happened and i said hey man you're going to give you know christian mccaffrey straight up for zeke would you have done it and he was like no i'm like well then why the fuck would you do it now and 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 he got my point he just wants to win and I love that mindset because I'm going to this part of my rant here in a minute. But if you wouldn't have done it on Saturday, it's a damn sure not a good idea to do it on, on, on Tuesday or Wednesday. You know, that's why uh, you, you sleep on it. You think on it because your first reaction can be a shitty reaction. So, Jerry, injuries and panic were, uh, were uh, one of my big ones. Did you have another one that, that you wanted to discuss? I'm just going I, I, to build on that one because this is another one that uh, it needs to be talked about because this is we're a dynasty podcast and the people here play dynasty leagues you are heading into week three don't fuck up a dynasty roster 
because you have had some struggles in the first two weeks of this season. It is two weeks. Not only if this was a redraft, would it not be time to panic? It is certainly not time to panic in a dynasty league. You are always continuously building in a dynasty league. And if you go trying to just throw everything to the whim just to win this year, just because you had some struggles in September, that is such a negative play more times than not. Just please don't do that. That is just such a horrible idea. And you see it all the time. All the time. And, and it'll, it'll happen next week, and it'll happen the week after that. I just need you to hit the brakes. Trust yeah. the guys you have. Now, you can look at the situation and see if the situation is not what you thought coming into the season and adjust accordingly. But don't let the results of two weeks determine how the future of your franchise is going to be. I, I... Take a deep breath man you you said a mouthful there and you know this is why we were telling you all off season to acquire depth you know um he's not exactly set the world on fire yet but guys like you know Tariq Cohen uh Damian Harris is a great add I'm gonna get into him a little bit later in the show um James White you know just missed a game due to some seriously unfortunate circumstances and and you've you should have been you know layering in these guys you should have had you a stud or two and I get it, man. If if you had one of those really stacked rosters and you had Drew Locke, and because this, this roster exists, man, this I know it does. If you if you had you know Drew Locke and Saquon Barkley and Michael Thomas and Devonte Adam and and George Kittle, yep, you know what? You you can probably shut her down, sell off those second and third round pick worthy assets on the back of your roster. I, I get that, man. I, I get moving some of these guys to you know get get future assets because that's a shit sandwich you got dealt a bad hand but if you just lost one of those guys and and you didn't have the depth that's a you problem that is 100% a you problem because if you built your entire roster around two guys and if you look in your league you will see this you will see where these teams have sold their soul they have sold their future um, and they've got like a Saquon Barkley a Michael Thomas and maybe like a Deshaun Watson, and that's it. The other 24 to 27 players on their roster are, as Jerry would say, a mixture of a poop sandwich. And they have no depth, and, and, and your season's over. And before I get ready, because I can feel this rant bubbling, so I'm going to give Jerry one last opportunity to uh, cover anything that he wants to cover before the rant officially begins. Okay, so here is the another thing that just... I, I, I don't know. And I, I like to think that most dynasty players tend to go with this, but are you seeing production and opportunity or are you just seeing production? So if you look at, you know, like Joshua Kelly, I brought him up earlier, so I'm going to bring him up again. He's a guy that has not been extremely high producing when it comes to fantasy points, but this, this is a dude that had 25 touches in week two. And as a rookie coming in with Austin Eckler, he still had 12 for 16 a touchdown. So the opportunity is there. You need to take advantage of those sorts of things. You see Daryl Henderson, on the other hand, who, yes, had 81 yards and, yes, had a touchdown, did pretty good in the receiving game. He also had a monster run. He had one big play that really took hold on that. And Cam Akers was banged up. 
You just you need to understand the situation that you're in and not just look at this person is ranked 16th for running backs and this person has 40 points on the season and it's week two. Look at the opportunities. Those are the buying opportunities and the selling opportunities at the same time. We can talk about Robbie Anderson all we want. The dude has had 18 targets in two games and he has been extremely good going in. So as much as I would like to talk about how Robbie Anderson is bad, the opportunity is there. And I just, I can't, you need to understand the situation for each one. And that is what is going to be the difference in whether these people are going to trend ascendingly, or if they are going to start the descend and you're going to wish you had gotten rid of them. Uh, well said. Um, here, here's my thing. Jerry, are you ready? I am so ready. I, I, I'm making sure that you're ready because i got to make sure the listener is ready because I'm getting ready to go off. You ready? Please. Oh, here Please we go. indulge us. Here we go. In every league that I am in, every league that I am in, any team that is 1-1 one and one and just took a tough loss or 0-2, they're already like, yep, on to 2021. And I'm like, what? Up, well, we're on to 2021. You know, I'm I'm 0 and 2. I I just can't. I'm, I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm looking at your. You can compete. You just got to grind it out to the playoffs. There's plenty of times for for calling in the punting team. Once the once the season you know is completely away from you, you can't come back from two losses. It's this lie that we've been told by the dynasty community. Not this show. I don't. I don't. I don't live my life that way. I had two setbacks. Fuck it. I'm done. Let's on to 2021. I'm like, what? We spent. All these weeks, we spent, what, from the 1st of February to all the way to the first week of September studying rookies, making deals, doing buy-sell-hold shows, doing sweethearts, doing rankings, covering rookies. We did all of that. We put in all this work so we could play two weeks of fantasy football and fucking quit. Man, fuck that shit. That's, that's weak. That is a defeatist mindset that I will never, ever, ever get into if you came into the season and rebuild cool you're still in a rebuild but if you came into the season and you think you're a contender then you're either a have no clue of what a contender really is or b you've been lied to yep you know what i've lost two games it's time to sell off everybody who's older than the age of 27 odell beckham that motherfucker's gotta go deandre hopkins get that some bitch out of here um melvin gordon no he's way past his prime everybody must go give me draft and it's in every league and you know what i should stop bitching about it because jerry you know what they say at a poker table right if you can't spot the if you can't spot the sucker when you walk into the room you are the sucker that person giving up all their middle-aged talent and hey i'm having a fire sale that's the sucker because you know why I play, you know why I play fantasy football in general, not just dynasty, but redraft and DFS and gamble. I play to win. That's ex- I, I want the championship. I want the money, and I want everything that goes along with it. And the more of these chicken shitted, chicken hearted sons of bitches that quit two weeks in. First of all, thank you, because you make my life and my goals of getting the money. It makes my life that much easier. Because when six of the twelve quit, I'm only battling the other six. That's it. So you want some free dynasty advice? You want to make your roster better? Cool. I'm going to help you out. Here's the real truth from the real people's dynasty podcast. Okay. Steer into Mm -hmm. it. When all these other people are quitting and selling, you are buying. You are looking to buy. You're you're looking to buy at a reasonable price. 
Take all those Julian Edelmans at, at, the, at, the, at a discounted price. Take those Keenan Allens. Take all those guys that these sell-offs want to sell and take them. Because you know who we were giving away in the preseason? Stephon Diggs. You know who's the wide receiver for right now? Stephon Diggs. You know who's had a, a tough go of it but had a really nice game with a new rookie quarterback? Keenan Allen. You know who's the, currently the wide receiver 32 in PPR? Keenan Allen. You know who's going to turn his season around because he's still a damn good football player on a team that will be in a lot of shootouts? Keenan Allen. And that's exactly what this chicken-shitted, lily-livered, fiddle-fart owner is doing in your leagues. So if that applies to you, I'm not sorry. I, I hope this is the, the message. I'm going to talk about the hate brand here in a minute. That's what the hate stands for. The hate stands for hating yourself enough to make the improvements that need to be made. In this case, I'm going to transition it to Dynasty Fantasy Football. You, you hate losing so bad that you will make the moves necessary. Again, this, this does not pertain to you if you came into the season and you were already in the rebuild. Your mission has not changed one iota. You were going to suck on week one. You're going to suck in week four. You're going to suck in week nine. And you're going to suck in week 13. You're going to be the sucking of suck that ever sucked. But you know what? If you came in the season thinking you were contending and you can't handle an injury or two, then you weren't ready and you weren't a contender and you're mismanaging your roster. So there you go, Jerry. I'm going to let you talk for a minute and I'm going to try to lower my blood pressure before we go into the next uh, segment. Bullshit, you are, because I'm going to keep building on top of that. Listen, we are two weeks into the season, which means a lot of these guys that are 2-0, and it's because they had David Montgomery go for 21 on them. It's because they've had Kelvin Ridley playing out of his damn mind. That kind of stuff is not going to keep up. Listen, I've talked about both of them. I'm, they're going to be fine assets. They're also playing above their damn heads. There is going to be situations where the players that are on your team are going to do the exact same thing. The difference is, is it's not happening in week one and week two, which are put under a microscope because that's the foundation for everybody's season. So it gets overblown every year, every single time. I like the call, and I think the whole moral of every single thing that we have seen so far is overreactions to two weeks of football. And I, and I like what you said it at no point is it time to kick the can down the road to 2021. You know, not everybody is going to have Tyler Higby in their lineup. Who's going to go for three touchdowns. You know, Aaron Jones isn't going to play the Detroit Lions every single week and go for 40 which that was just super i enjoyed the fuck out of that those kinds of things uh yeah i guess we did i did trade you aaron jones if you're listening right now you didn't see randy give me a thumbs up because i traded him aaron jones one of the patreon leagues because i'm a dope but it's not time to kick the can down the road guys are gonna blow up at different times it's okay it's just these guys time now don't cripple your season. Don't quit just yet, unless that was the plan all along. In which case, take advantage. Take advantage. And that goes for everybody right now. Because you know how many people have hurt players, Randy? A ton. A ton of people. I would love. I would love you. You can you can at me on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. If you have a lineup with no Q's and no I's and no P's. First of all, congratulations. Can you buy some lottery tickets You're for the me? Bitch just ever. just DM me. I'll send you my home address. Buy me some lottery tickets because you're lucky. And I want some of that luck to rub off on me. But man, like I said when I was in the zone there with that rant, I could not imagine spending the last six to seven months listening to podcasts, taking notes, 
writing stuff down, scouring, devouring, doing trades, to then be two weeks in. And your point was so great, Jerry, to have two weeks of overreaction, and you're just like, I'm on to 2021. And, and, and what makes me sad is that that advice is out there. That advice is out there, and it's that, man, you're on to, I'm like, man, you know, we can turn this thing around. Now, if it's week seven, if week seven and, and you're two and five, Cool, because you know what? Those running backs that you were going to sell off, they'll probably be worth even more. Because like I said, the injuries are not going to stop. All right, I'm going to take a minute and get my blood pressure back under control. So before we get into this next one, we're going to talk about some players we're looking to move off of or onto uh, now that all the injury news has happened. Um, And this segment's brought to you by our friends at Viridian Global. That is V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N global.com and they are the official apparel provider of the dynasty war zone again there are the t-shirts that's the fashion staple of all good looks the hoodie the hoodie is perfect for this fall weather tanks for for your inner gym bro we've got raglans which raglans is your classic baseball shirt with like a white chest and then like multicolor arms uh, i call them the baseball shirts because you want to stand out in the stands Dude, Viridian Global, in conjunction with our graphics guru, Matt, and you can find Matt on Twitter at MattyBigChest. If you want like a custom MFL league or like a Twitter or um, some kind of like avatar, um, he can hook you up, man. He's the mind behind all these sweet designs. And dude, he has been nailing it. I think it's the cleanest logo in fantasy sports. And remember, a one-day special through Wednesday, the 23rd, 11.59.59 p.m., when you buy a DWZ hoodie, you can get a DWZ t-shirt half off, plus free shipping on orders over 75 bucks, which can include merch beyond the Dynasty Warzone. Again, like our buddies at the Dynasty Happy Hour or the Goat District or any of their other amazing t-shirts. Like uh, Jerry, I know you like the one that says, I have Chubb. Um, I don't know what you mean by that. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming Nick Chubb and I, there, there's a lot of cool shirts. And uh, just a reminder, there will be hats and maybe some accessories real, real soon in in phase two of our rollout with our friends at Viridian Global. That Again, that is V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N global.com today for your gear. Jerry, let's talk about some players you're ready to either move on to or you're trying to buy in uh, in this injury hell that we're all in right now. I I went with guys that I'm just I, th- I think I'm good on. It's I mean the first one I'm going to go is the easiest one because it's Will Fuller. Randy, how many how many chances are we going to get with this guy? Uh, like at some point, I understand that DeAndre Hopkins is gone, but and guess what happened? What happened with week two? Randy was did he have a hamstring issue? Uh, he was laying on a trainer's Color? he was laying on a trainer's table getting his hamstrings. Uh, massaged supplely by a trainer and, and did not play snaps. That's the downside. No snaps. Color me shocked. Also, excellent word of the word supple. Uh, it takes me back to places that I don't want to talk about on this podcast, but it's Will Fuller. Yes, the guy can look good at times. Yes, the guy can show up big in games, but this is what he is. Like, I would love to tell you that this man will stay on the field, but he will not. And the opportunities at some point are going to end. So be done with him. 
There is someone in your league. What does Randy always say? There is always a Notre Dame fan in your league. And guess where that man went to school? And guess what? You can try to sell him off to him. Unless you are the Notre Dame fan, then I don't really love you anyway, but I do hope for the best. I, I, I'm done with Will Fuller. And I have some shares, and I promise I will be shopping him the moment he comes back onto the field. They were all shares that I just picked him up in a in a startup because I've never really been big on him. He's never ripped the heart right from my chest and then stepped on it. Will Fuller, easiest damn choice in the world. I'm good on that. I know you are too. Who is your guy? Well, let's not make sure that we, we cover this from all bases. What would you be looking to sell for? If you had a Will Fuller share, uh, would you be looking to sell for a second? Is that enough? Is is that like, you know, just to hell with it, I'm going to cash I, out? I, I probably want a little something else. Like, listen, like me personally, would yes, you? I would probably take a second, but I wouldn't recommend someone else do that. So, so you're 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 buying for a second, but you're not selling for a second. Let me ask you this: Would you send Will Fuller in your second for someone else's first? Because that's more in along the line in a nanosecond. Okay, I wouldn't even think about it. I would snap that before I even asked anybody else what they thought of it, because I wouldn't want to miss out on that opportunity. Okay, well, uh, I agree, and for the record, if you're looking for a cheap buy, because I can hand, I hope he never gets another one, but I can handle concussions a lot better than soft tissue injuries, and Brandon Cooks had the quietest uh, eight targets and 95 yards that you'll see all season in a, a, a Corona, you know, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams. If, if you can find the rebuilder in your league or the panic-stricken some bitch in your league looking to move again he's aged because he's been in the league since 2014 if you can as a contender or you're trying to to scuffle by and you can get a brandon cooks man i love it he looked to be fine coming off of his quad injury oh and here's the thing that that baltimore secondary they're really good at football they also held cleveland with wide receivers like Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry in check there are brighter days ahead for Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller if he ever gets healthy my guy is Saquon Barkley and I I, uh, in the world famous goat chats I will not talk about the owner but he was like I think I'm gonna go out and try out and uh, get Saquon get uh, Jonathan Taylor for Saquon Barkley I was like I would love to see you make it happen because it ain't gonna happen Jonathan Taylor is playing. He's playing great. He is currently the wide receiver, excuse me, the running back 10 in PPR. And he's only going up from there. He got off to a slow start in week one. And the guy just absolutely looked like a battering ram. He looked like Derrick Henry in Colts blue with a little bit better passing chops because his quarterback checks down a bunch. You're not, you're not, dude, here's the thing. With Saquon Barkley, you're in a real pickle. You are in a real pickle. Um, I think it was Brian Haar of the Trade Addicts podcast, because I want to give credit. He was, no, I'll take that back. It was the FF educator, Matt Hicks. I take it back. It was, what would Saquon Barkley's value be going into year four if his name was Bob Smith and didn't have the name Saquon Barkley? Because he came out as a rookie, had a great season, depending on your scoring format. He was the RB1 or two right there with Christian McCaffrey uh, that year. And then last year he had the high ankle, uh, came back and finished okay. And then now he's out for the rest of the season with an ACL. And then now you're going to have a fourth-year running back coming off of an ACL on a bad offense that we don't really know. And the last thing your fellow owners seen was him you know, being carted off after a six-yard rushing game. 
So you're in a real pickle. Now for me, um, I would be looking, and yes, you can say Memphis, you're getting robbed. And you know what? That's fine. I've been robbed a lot, but I win a lot too. Funny how those things go hand in hand. If I could get someone to give me a DeAndre Swift and a 2021 first, sold American. If I could get, I would maybe want a little more with Cam Akers or a little more with J.K. Dobbins. Maybe, maybe I could get DeAndre Swift, Brandon Cooks, and a 2021 first for Saquon Barkley. But I've also seen people sell Saquon Barkley off for pennies on the dollar. You're just going to have to handle each league and each owner separately. But I tell you, Jerry, I know you said you own some Saquon Barkley, so I'm going to turn this over to you in just a second. I don't own any Saquon Barkley. I would rather have the multiple players that his value represented. I would have much rather going into the season had a Miles Sanders and a DeAndre Swift and maybe a pick than Saquon Barkley. Because for me, it's points in, points out. If Barkley was going to give me 21-22, but Sanders was going to give me 17, that's five points a game I'm sacrificing out of my starting lineup. But am I going to make that up over the replacement with DeAndre Swift and in future assets with that first? And that, that's how I like to build. But, but you're the Barkley owner of this tandem. What did, uh, what did that business do to you, and what are you doing with your shares? Uh, exactly what you just said. I, I was part of this chat. I saw the chat where you said that. Um, and I believe my you said something along the lines of you think he is going to be running. He could be running back six to eight coming off the board or six to ten or I, something well, like that. Well, let's play a game real quick. All right. People love games. Or five to eight. I don't remember what it was. Let's, let's but I, I said I could see it. Well, let's play a game real quick. Okay. Because. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm, I'm going to cut you off because I'm the host. And that's what I do. All right. 2021 startup next April. Okay. Startup draft. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're picking at the 101. It's not a super flex in this case. So I could just name running backs Christian McCaffrey or Saquon Barkley. Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Alvin Kamara or Saquon Barkley. Still Kamara. Zeke Elliott. You're going to have to. You're going to. Zeke. Zeke Elliott or Saquon Barkley. Zeke. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Jonathan Taylor, probably Miles Calvin Sanders, Kirk, My, Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs, if they continue playing the way they're playing. I I would have to see it with Miles Sanders. I would say the way Josh Jacobs is playing, absolutely. So so there you go. We just named seven seven guys. No, I could say that someone now, now no. let now let me let me stop let me stop you here. Sure. Are we just are we just haters? Because we we have been people that said don't overreact to the things we've seen in week two, and here not, we are. are. Do you think we're overreacting to this? Let's say the season ended today, and we have well, we only have the information that we can work with right this second. I'm telling you right now, I would much rather have all seven of those guys that you just mentioned than Saquon Barkley. I don't care that he was an amazing athlete. You know what I see? I see a guy that dances too much behind the line of scrimmage, a bad offensive line, and an organization that I have no faith in. You know, I know the Eagles are scuffling right now, but much like owners are overreacting to their team being 0-2, we're kind of overreacting to the Eagles being 0-2 as well. They played they, they played a couple of good teams. The Rams have looked great. And, and they got Cincy coming up, so that, and, yeah, that's a yeah, good right game. Yeah, that's we just saw Cincinnati be the cure to what ailed Baker Mayfield. It very well could be what what, what <laughs> ain't that the truth? What what ails Car- Carson went? So let's just slow our roll right there for a second. But no, I, I'm not being a and I don't care if you are. You think I'm a hater? You know, this is something that we covered in the Patreon uh, hashtag spoiler alert a month ago. 
that we're on the two and three year churn on running backs. You know, th this was my last year rostering any Saquon Barkley. There's always exceptions for me. There's always exceptions. You know, Christian McCaffrey could be an exception. But if you're a big, bad brand name running back, I'm going to own you for three years. And then I'm going to sell you off, even if you're still riding high on the horse. That's why this would have been, had he finished the season, it would have been Saquon Barkley's last year on my team. And I would have gladly moved off of him in the spring, you know, cashed out and moved on. And if you're not a superstar, let's say you're a, an Austin Eckler, okay? I'm moving any Austin Eckler shares. Hopefully he stays healthy and looks like he did on Sunday. I'm moving any and all Austin Eckler shares after this year. And I'm going to start the cycle over again. If I have a stud with high draft capital and, and a good pedigree, I'll roll him for three. And if he's not, I'm going to roll him for two. So, Jerry, we went a little bit sideways, but we like talking dynasty game theory. Again, this is why we move the gambling stuff and, to, and, to and the I big mean, bet. Saquon's a monster asset. He's a monster asset that we no, sort of I, had I to disagree. talk about. I but disagree. Is, I, like, I don't, I don't want to hijack it, but let me just ask one more thing. What what could possibly make his value go up? Or when, should, should I say? Because it's not going to be at any point this season. It's not going to be at any point in this offseason, which means you're looking at it at some point in the games next season, and that'll be his what, fourth season? It'll be so his, his fourth, fourth season. season. He's had two that were shortened by injury. He's on a bad offense. Is it really going to be more? Well, let me ask you this. I, I, I don't think it is. Well, let me end St. Quad on this question, okay? Okay. Yep. What, what is worth more to your dynasty roster right now going into 2021? Is it Saquon Barkley and the points you think he will put in your lineup or the value of his name? Because where I'm sitting, it's the value of his name. I agree. We and the, the, the thing that I liked about uh, your trades, DeAndre Swift, in the first, okay, you get a nice young asset that has the potential to be one of those guys that you have for two years and then you flip off if, if he does anything. The other pick is the pick, or the other piece is the pick. And the thing about first round picks that is so unbelievably wonderful if you're a dynasty owner they don't get acl injuries they don't punch their girlfriends they don't do any of that that value stays and it continues to grow and there is nothing that can hurt it so i love that and i'm taking deandre swift in the first two don't care and at me i, I at I, me i will gladly argue that you know and, and here's the thing whether you agree with us or not that's cool but that's why jerry and i are here because we're going to be the other voice in the dynasty industry. There's too many guys out there honking Saquon's you know, horn telling you how great he is. And he is great. He is great. But again, it's all about winning. And it's about points. The name Saquon. Continuously. Correct. It's a churn. It's, 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 that's how you build continuous winners. All right, we're going to shorten this segment a little bit. Give me one more guy yeah. you're either looking to move on or move off uh, based on some injuries. Okay, you ready for this? Let's go with another big guy. I'm going to go with Michael Thomas. I, I, I don't mean to to do that to you. Drew Brees looks like he is turning into the old version of Peyton Manning when the Broncos won, and he looked like a decrepit old man. You know, um, what are they going to do? Are they going to have a rookie? Are they going to trade for Stafford? I don't really think they will. But uh, Jameis, your boy famous Jameis. Maybe. If, if it does end up being Jameis, that would be a little bit better, but he's still not Pete Drew Brees, and you're still going to be looking at 28-year-old Michael Thomas with Jameis Winston, who sat on the bench for a year, and 
maybe not be the best quarterback, which there's a reason that well, he's James Winston. where he's from and grew up. Huh? I, I said he's Jameis Winston, so he could still be Jameis Winston. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, but that that's not that's also not Michael Thomas's game either. I just I, we're getting to that point when we had Iggy from the Dynasty Trade Calculators, and he enlightened me greatly on how ADP and wide receivers work at the age of twenty-seven and moving on. No matter what their production is, because of their age, their ADP starts to dip as they get older. That is Michael Thomas, right now, right this second. So he's banged up. He's got Drew Brees looking just butt juice awful. Not butt juice awful. That's not fair. That's not fair. But bad and not probably going to be around. They're going to replace him with either a rookie or a journeyman that is not going to be good for him either. What do you, I mean, maybe you get Jameis, but there's not a ton of other options there. I just don't love it. We're getting to that point where Michael Thomas's value is still coming off that record-setting reception season that he had last year, I just don't see how it goes up. I just cannot see how it goes up. So I will take DK Metcalf in a first. I will take Terry McLaren in a first. Holy fuck, how good has Terry looked, Randy? Like, I I, I I don't mean to sidetrack it again, but Jesus, man. Well, I mean, it was Sunday. He finished like seven with a buck 25 and a touchdown. And and I'm not being hyperbolic because everybody knows how much I love Terry. It could have been double that because he was he's the only weapon on the field. Every defensive coordinator in the in the league knows it, and he's still open by two yards on every route. If Dwayne Haskins just, just dropping his nuts on him. If if, if 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 Dwayne Haskins either had the courage or the ability to get him the ball every time, it would be spooky. It would be scary. See what I did there? Scary. It would be scary what Terry could do. But I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. If and this has always been a philosophy of mine. If I can get similar, it doesn't have to be the same because it's not going to be the same because that's not how this works. But if I can get similar production, did I ever think Michael Thomas was going to give you 24 points a game again? No, that was a that was an anomaly. That was a one-off. It was a great season. But here's the thing. If if I can get similar and I get the additional assets, I mean, here's the thing. If, if I told you this is super capable to do, but let's say that you could probably get, even with him being hurt, you could get Allen Robinson, maybe a young guy that I don't know, like I don't know, like like not like a Christian Kirk, but like maybe like a uh, a Sterling Shepard, someone we kind, a Mike Williams, someone that we kind of like. Okay. Are, we're continually holding out hope for and a first. If someone said, "I'll give you Allen Robinson, uh, a Mike uh, a Mike Williams type, and a first, are you taking that for Michael Michael Thomas? Sold, sure so, am, my friend. Sold American. Sold American because oh by the way, Allen Robinson, who's been in the league longer, he's six months younger than than Michael Thomas. And if he gets me seventeen PPR points a game versus Mike's twenty-two, I can figure out how to manufacture that five because I think the additional points I could get out of a Mike Williams, plus the depth and the security he b- brings me, plus the additional fill of a future first, I'll take it. I'll take it again. People would rather lose with a sexy roster then win with an ugly roster. It just absolutely, <laughs> it absolutely, I, I stand here confused, befuddled, and amazed. All right, my, my next hurt guy uh, is is George Kittle. Uh, right now, you might be able to find an owner out there that has a, a young and up-and-comer like a Mike Gusecki or a TJ Hawkinson and a George Kittle. 
and they may be feeling pretty, pretty, pretty good about what they've seen out of their young guy, and they should. I love Mike Gusecki. I, I love TJ Hawkinson. But don't think for one minute when George Kittle gets back on the field that he doesn't go back to being the man. And, you know, normally you may be able to get him for 75 cents on the dollar. Again, you, you have to find the right league at the right time, and you have to put on your salesman cap because you, you're like, man, listen, He's hurt. There's no one around him. The defense is going to focus on him. I'm taking all the risk. This is another injury. He's had the shoulder thing. You know, this is more about my investment cost. This is where I feel comfortable buying. You know, you you have a great young guy in Hawkinson. Man, let's work something out. I am 100% right now looking to buy Kittle. I think he'll be back as soon as this week because this team needs him. You know, Nick Mullins is going to need him. Nick Mullins is not a great quarterback. He's not horrible. He's not the worst backup in the league, but he's going to need targets. And no Debo, uh, Brandon Ayuk looked okay in his debut, but this is a team that needs a W coming off of a loss. Uh, excuse me, coming off of, not, not a loss, but they lost in week one, being one and one. They don't want to go to the New York Giants and lose. And let's be honest, the Giants are 0-2, but I thought they played the Steelers particularly well. And I think they did okay against the Bears. Uh, they covered. And hey now. And so I, I I think that George Kittle is a guy I'm looking to buy. Jerry, you, you everything on George Kittle before we talk about some uh, underperformers we're looking to scoop up? I thought when you put it on the show sheet that you were going to sell off George Kittle. And I was ready to battle with you. So I'm glad to see it turned like that. Uh, no, I am all aboard George Kittle, man. Listen, we just had Dan Williamson on a couple weeks ago at Overhype Sleeper without the last E in Overhype Sleeper. And he he brought up a point about tight ends that if they hit, age usually doesn't matter. If you're a good tight end, you still age like a fine wine and you're still good once you get older. It's the tight ends that are usually poop that they continue to be poop and that's not the case. And George Kittle has shown that he's going to be good and he's going to stay good. So I like it. And listen, I'm all aboard TJ. TJ has been doing good. I, the, I could complain about a lot of the lions. I told Talks you so. I, I told you so. Jerry. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I told yeah. you so, you know, for the once the lions did not screw up a draft pick and, uh, Let's get into our final segment. Let's talk about some guys that we are looking to maybe pilfer under an unappreciative owner who does not appreciate these players uh, slow, underperforming through two weeks. And this final segment's brought to you by our friends over at Hate Brand Goods. Jerry, do you know what pairs well with your new DWZ hoodie and t-shirt? Man, it's Hate Brand. What is that? It's Hate Brand Joggers. That's what. Dude, this is one of my favorite athletic apparel brands. I post it all the time on my Instagram, at Memphis185. I love the goat shorts. Uh, but, dude, the, it's fall. It's, well, you know, Jerry, you're from the Midwest. Does your wife or your neighbors have one of them gimmick signs that says, it's fall, y'all? <laughs> no, m- m- Must be an Indiana thing. We're much closer to Kentucky than Michigan. But, you know, it's fall. You know, the temperatures are getting cooler. Um, you're not wearing shorts as much, dude. The hate brand joggers are the best. Super comfortable, athletic cut. Can't say enough good things about them. And I recently posted a tweet on there where you, you can find all this. Um, they've also got my favorite coffee mug, the coffee mug and protein shakers. They say, kick today in the dick. That's my motto, man. It's like, I'm not scared to go out there and work and, and get after it. 
and I'm going to kick some dynasty leagues in the dick while I'm drinking my coffee out of kick today in the dick coffee mugs. And last thing, they have their new no gimmicks. Now, Jerry, they just got me for a pair of shorts. I'll admit. Now, I don't know why they had to wait an additional week for the no gimmicks t-shirt, but on the back, on the front, it just says no gimmicks. On the back, it says no hacks, no cheats, no codes, just hard work. And man, if there's anything that resonates with me, it's that right there. Uh, the new No Gimmicks line drops this Thursday, the 24th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you use the promo code MEMPHIS at checkout and you will save with uh, with that code. So make sure you're checking out our friends. It's at the hate. That's the H-V-I-I-I.com. And check them out, man. It's uh, good to mix in some new stuff. Jerry, who's a player that's underperforming that uh, you're either looking to get rid of or you're looking to add to Team Jerry? Okay, so one's a guy that we have talked about a just a plethora of times. I don't even know if that's the correct adjective to use, but he's a guy that we both love, you especially love. Um, it's Cooper Cup. Now... He's been getting work. He still had five catches for 81 yards last game. He, you know, he's he's getting opportunities. I am the one of the conductors of the Tyler Higby hype train, just shoveling in the red logs from back to the future, just getting that train going. The dude is not going to catch three touchdowns every week. That is still an offense that, while they have been running it a little bit, Jared Goff is still slinging it. Jared Goff threw three touchdowns last week, I think. Don't quote me exactly hey, on that, but I'm Jerry, fairly certain. Oh, well, I uh, well, real, I know it was three, but I don't know if it was more. That's what I'm trying to say. Real quick before you go on about my man Cooper Cup, because you can certainly do the always welcome on this podcast. Cooper Cup love, always welcome. Do you know which podcast told you to buy Cooper Cup? Um, excuse me, to buy Jared Goff and Cooper Cup all offseason. Do you remember that podcast? Do you remember who said you yeah, could get Jared? You could get Jared Goff for QB two prices and get QB one results. Do you remember? I do. What show was that? I know there was there was there was that was this show. Sir. Oh, okay. Listen, I'm sorry. I know there was keep, a certain keep going. a certain startup draft where a certain person that's currently talking took Jared Goff pretty early and got some beef for it, but it's fine. That's fine. You guys enjoy your Saquon Barkley shares, you turds. Um, I'm all aboard everybody in that offense, really. For one, they're locked up for multiple years. They're still going to have Sean McVay. Jared Goff's still going to be there. I just think that's a good opportunity. And I think people are sick of talking about Cooper Cup. And I think he's always been one of these people that never really, I don't know, gets the superstar love. And I think that's probably why we talk about him so much, because he's just one of these middling guys that never gets enough love. That's my guy. Tyler Higby's not getting three touchdowns every single week at some point it's going to be guys like wait for it cooper cup and if you have if the person has cooper cup they may be a little bit down on him they'd be maybe ready to bench him against buffalo he might have to see tredavious white and they don't want to do that uh thank you i will take that please thank you sign me up well cooper cup over his last two years that would be 2018 and 2019 has averaged 15.9 PPR points a game. Guess what he scored this week? Depends on whether or not your league credited him with that fumble on the kickoff or not. 15 points. What did they What did they get? Oh, my so, 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 50, so, see, so 15. right on pace. And, and here's the thing. You, you mentioned Trey White. Man, Trey White's not on Cooper Cup. Trey White's shadowing Bob Woods. True. 
you know, there are going to be, you know, and, and I said this this week. I said this on the Fabulous Big Bet when we were talking about constructing rosters this week. You know, this is not a Bob Woods week. You know, Bob, Bob Woods had a, a matchup with Darius Big Play Slay. And I didn't expect a lot out of Bob Woods. I had Bob Woods in no DFS lineups. And I, I did have Tyler uh, Higby in my DFS lineups. Because there are going to be Bob Woods weeks and there are going to be Cooper Cup weeks. And you're just going to have to know when to expect him. I played him in some leagues last week, and I'm going to be a little bit more prudent on when I use him. Here's the thing what I love about Cooper Cup. He's just as capable of giving you a wide receiver one week, but you got him at a wide receiver two acquisition cost. So I'm going to roll into my first guy that I'm looking to buy. And I kind of mentioned him earlier. It's Jerry's man. I cannot believe I'm giving so much love to the boys in Honolulu blue. It's DeAndre Swift. He's not exactly set the world on fire. He's not had more than five rush attempts in the game. That's okay. First of all, it's not his fault that his head coach is an idiot. What what proof do I have that he's an idiot? He has a pencil behind his ear and a laminated piece of paper in his hand. If you can make that work. Just watch him coach because he's fucking embarrassing. Anyway, sorry. He's very consistent. He consistently blows 10-point leads. I really like DeAndre Swift. Yes, you're going to continue to see too much Adrian Peterson, a little too much on Johnson. I'm cool with that. If that drives the price down, if you can get one of these skitterish, uh, scared some bitches willing to give you uh, a discount on DeAndre Swift, I'll do it. Hey, you know what? You know what? I'll give you the better rookie. I'll, you know what, DeAndre Swift owner? I'm going to give you. The, I'm going to do you a favor because that's the kind of guy that I am. I'm a sweetheart. Just, just to know me is to love me. I'm going to give you James Robinson. I'm going to give you James Robinson. I'm going to give you my 2021 first for DeAndre Swift. How can you say no? I should be asking for you to throw in a second, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm giving you the points. I'm giving you the first. You give me DeAndre Swift. Jerry, I, I just I, I just talked you right out of your pants and DeAndre Swift. How, how'd you like that sales pitch? <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. And honestly, that is an offer that might get accepted. I think it's gross. And and Swift Swift does look good, and he hasn't gotten an opportunity, and that's what sucks. Six catches for 60 yards, though. That was pretty good week two. And a drop my touchdown. Guy, my guy. Ready for this? I, it's a guy I, that I don't ready. want any part of. We collectively don't want any part of him because he is a big steamy turd and people love to hype this man up. And at some point I am going to need to not see Dante Pettis when I see this man's name. And that's Christian Kirk. Randy. Kyler Murray has passed it 78 times in two games. He has completed 52 of those and Christian Kirk the great and mighty hype machine that hit the 2020 offseason like just a wave of success has three one two three I have taken more poops today than Christian Kirk has receptions on the season that's not true that would be unhealthy but you get my point it is a very little number in which that man has played. He is the 2020 Dante Pettis, and I am getting rid of that man at all opportunities. Uh, I don't care if I said to, you know, not overreact in certain situations. This is not an overreaction. Christian Kirk is not that good. 
Well, I'm sorry. As good as Kyler Murray has been with the emergence of DeAndre Hopkins, guess who is much better? DeAndre Hopkins. That has reversed. So Christian Kirk is now useless. So no thank you. I'm good. At no point will that man ever be relevant on a dynasty playoff roster, so I don't care about him. There is not a chance, not in the future, not currently, therefore, henceforth, no more. Well, first of all, I I really appreciate your really big henceforth. Good for you, Jerry. That is your inner history professor coming out. Look, man, I agree. I got burned by Christian Kirk in a week one DFS lineup. Uh, I mean, I had a, a team that should have cashed for several thousand dollars, but Christian Kirk posted 0.5 points on FanDuel. Uh, he, of course, he did. He 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 burnt a hole oh. in my he burnt a hole in my heart that you cannot make up with uh, anything, because the only thing that's going to cure that is greenbacks, dead presidents, and and he, and he can't do that. I'm with you. You're going to have to wait um, until the, the the news turns around. And, you know, you got to wait till he has that first big explosion game. He is playing the Lions this week. I'm, I'm really fascinated. So he's got a chance. I'm really fascinated by this because last year I kind of felt like it was the Arizona game where Arizona shit in Detroit's lunchbox and it all went downhill from there. Is this the game where Detroit gets even and they shit in Arizona's lunchbox? And we, we shall see. Now, my guy, my guy that I'm looking to sell and guys – the injury window has given you the opportunity is Todd Gurley. I'm not saying Saquon Barkley's Todd Gurley, but that's the precipitous drop. You like that word, Jerry? Precipitous? That's the precipitous drop-off. Thank you. It's the precipitous drop-off a running back can have from one year to the next. One minute you're riding high on the hog. You got the you know the the 101 in a startup. You are kicking ass and taking names. And then two short years later, you are not worth a popcorn fart. You are not worth a tinker's fuck. And that is what Todd Gurley is. He looks shot. The, that team was on the field all day. He's not getting a 50% snap share. He's not getting used in the red zone. He's not getting used in the passing game. I'm seeing Brian Hill. I'm seeing Ito Smith. And this team probably wanted to try to salt the game away, but they couldn't because they didn't feel like they could trust Todd Gurley. Why are they not pounding the ball? Why the fuck do you bring in a Todd Gurley? I don't know. To pound the, to pound the game away when you're up by 19 points? No. No. Not in Arizona. And excuse me, not in Atlanta. They, they didn't learn their lesson from the 28-3. to They've not learned their lesson now. He's underused and he's unusable. But you know what? Injuries to Barkley and Christian McCaffrey and so many others and so many more to come is going to give you that final sell window. I'm looking to move on name value. I'm going to offer, I'm, I'm going to do the same trade I talked about earlier. I'm going to give you Todd Gurley and my second. And I will take your 2021 first and a 2021 third. And I will, excuse me, a 2022 third. And I'll just take assets. You go win the shit, buddy. You and Todd Gurley, you guys are a, a match made in heaven. They're league mate. You go take him. I'm going to take that first. I'm going to pat you on the back. And the minute they walk away and turn their back, I'm going to snicker and go, sucker. You ain't winning shit. That picks, that picks the 109, and I get a better draft pick. Jerry, where are you at with Todd Gurley before we take this one in? That dude's uh, it's old mustard. What do you want me to say? The dude had 21 carries last game. 
for 61 yards. If there is anything that you can get for the man, I love it. Listen, I'm not even taking the damn third. I'll give you a second and girly, and you could just give me a first, and we'll call it good. And I'll still snicker behind your back as I walk away. That's that's easy. And listen, the opportunity is now because of all these injured running backs. There is somebody that had Saquon Barkley or Christian McCaffrey or something, and they were certain that they were going to contend. And now they are upset that that opportunity is not. Well, don't worry, my friends, because Jerry with Todd Gurley is coming to help you out. If you have a hole on your roster, use Todd Gurley. Use him and whatever mediocre guy that you have. Pair him up. Get a little bit better and you can help them out. No, that dude's done. Sayonara, homie. Good on that. Well, Jerry, they got a rant. I was fired up. Uh, we we gave them all of our good stuff. We got a promotion for them from our friends at Viridian Global. They can get a T-shirt half off. Um, we came giving. And remember, guys, I and I'm speaking for Jerry here because Jerry is my guy. He is the man of the hour. He is the man with the power. We're not telling you that every idea and every um, thing that we do at the Dynasty Warzone is perfect. That's not our goal. Our goal is to be honest and share with uh, you how we do things here. And we want you to think, hey, why does Jerry in Memphis think that? Why is their opinion different than the the next show? It's pretty simple. Um, We do things a little bit differently here at the Dynasty Warzone. We don't pretend to have all the answers. I am a huge, I am a huge proponent of Collective IQ. I listen to the other Dynasty podcasts. I listen to a ton of fantasy football podcasts. And I do that and I prefer perfect and work on our dynasty our dynasty strategies here at the dynasty war zone so we're not putting anybody down we're just doing things differently but if you're out there freaking out selling off all your assets and just having a fire sale buddy we would love to help you and we'd love to have you in the patreon patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone we'll get you hooked up you just got to go you know go a couple of days without that fancy starbucks drink and go a couple of days with that mick cafe and you're in there like swimwear jerry any any parting words any words of wisdom from the man of the hour and the man with that power listen just don't overreact and listen i i, I was gonna start the show off with this but it's on a, it's on a little bit of a sad note so i figured i would just close it uh we lost one of our own this week randy i don't know if you saw james from the dlf james the brain uh, i'm not exactly sure what happened i never had the opportunity to play in a league with him i never had the opportunity to talk on a podcast with him I did do quite a few Devi mock drafts and just regular mock drafts on DLF with him. Um, if you go to Addison Hayes's Twitter account, Adam Hayes, Hayes, there is a fund you can donate to the family, do whatever. Um, yeah, it sucks. He was on the Superflex Super Show. You know, he's we're a small niche community, so to lose one of our own, it was it was not fun. Uh, I just wanted to pay some respects to him. No, that man, very well said. And James was uh, was good people. James goes back to uh, our Dynasty Fantasy Football Factory days, and I was on their podcast. He was on the original iteration of this with myself and Mike Jernigan and the gang, and just an amazing guy. And the moniker The Brain came from Bobby The Brain Heenan. He was a huge wrestling fan. And right now you'll see a lot of hashtag Brainiacs out there. And that's J.P. Hurley. Um, that's uh, Kane Fassell. That's a lot of people out there paying respect, paying homage, if you will, to James Catullus, a.k.a. James the Brain. So 
Um, if you can donate, cool. You can find that at amaze underscore haze. And, but if not, you know what? The family could use a prayer or, or, or whoever you pray to. Um, that, that's between you and them. But, you know, his family could, could use thoughts right now. It's never easy losing someone you love. And our community is not better today because we lost a good one. So um, on behalf of Jerry, I am Memphis. And remember, here at the Dynasty War Zone, we're just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. I'll be back here tomorrow night with Dr. Kyle talking bets, talking DFS, talking player props. And uh, you can catch Jerry on Twitter at DWZ. But until then, next time, we'll see you here at the Dynasty Warzone. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. As a member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds, tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, Shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. <laughs>